Welcome to Explore the Word. Trust you're having a good day. The next two episodes we'll be examining from 1 Chronicles 28. What children need. What do children need? We work with children in our lives. We may have our own children. We need to understand what God desires for us as we minister to the next generation of believers in our lives. Daniel, sorry, David, in this portion of scripture, is challenging his son Solomon, who's about to be crowned the king of the mightiest kingdom in the east at that time. He carried a heavy burden of responsibility and trust. And David left him some things that would definitely help him in this new responsibility as great as it is. So let me read for you 1 Chronicles chapter 28 and verse number 9. And thou, Solomon, my son, know thou the God of thy father, and serve him with a perfect heart and with a willing mind. For the Lord searcheth all hearts and understandeth all the imaginations of the thoughts. If thou seek him, he will be found of thee. If thou forsake him, he will cast thee off forever. Take heed now, for the Lord hath chosen thee to build a house. For the sanctuary, be strong and do it. Then David said to Solomon his son, The pattern of the porch, and the houses thereof, and of the treasuries thereof, and of the upper chambers thereof, and the inner parlors thereof, and of the place of the mercy seat, and a pattern of all that had by the Spirit of the courts of the house of the Lord, and of all the chambers round about, of the treasuries of the house of God, and the treasuries of the dedicated things, also for the courses of the priests and the Levites, and for the work of the service of the house of the Lord, and for all the service or vessels of the service in the house of the Lord. You know, as parents, we are responsible to provide for our children. If we were to take a poll today and ask parents what they need to provide for their children or what their children need, you would hear food, shelter, clothing, all good answers. Uh, there will be others like uh, we need to provide some kind of entertainment. You know, they need computers because computers are the future. And, uh, we'll have games and we need to be responsible to help with a college education or go to university. And as they get a little older, we need to get them a car or some other things. Now, those things are helpful. There's no doubt. And listen, food, shelter, clothing, that is a necessity. There's no way around that. And none of them are of these things in of itself is wrong, but of all what I just said, there is something missing. And the missing part is the Lord. The Lord seems to be going missing so often. We live in a country that needs the Lord in a desperate way, and our children especially need to know of Jesus. I've been involved in children's ministry ever since I've gotten into the ministry. And even before being in the ministry, just helping in churches, I was involved with children. And I love it. It, it, it allows me to act like a kid and not get in trouble for it. All right. A little boy, after reading uh, Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress, asked his mother which of the characters she liked best. She replied, Christian, of course. He's the hero of the story. And the child responded, Mother, I like Christiana best. Because when Christian set out on his pilgrimage, he went alone. 
When Christiana started, she took the children with her. That boy was a pretty perspective, had a good perspective. I hope we never lose the desire to reach children for Jesus Christ. And as parents, uh, we need to make a plan, have a purpose. What do our children need? And what do they need according to the scripture? Now, I read for you some portion of scripture from First Chronicles 28. And David laid out a purpose in verses 9 and 10. David tells Solomon before all the people that were gathered of the things that were important, the purposes. We as grandparents, uncles, aunts, moms, dads, cousins, siblings, you know, Sunday school teachers, whatever, we need to remember that there is a purpose. The word purpose, according to Webster Dictionary, means that which a person sets before himself as an object to be reached or accomplished, the end or aim to which the view is directed in any plan, measure, or exertion. The reality is, if we're going to help our kids, we need to define for them a purpose for life. Most kids today, they don't really even think about a purpose. I mean, they might come to their mind, but we as parents, as those uh, responsible in their life, we need to show them there is a purpose. And their purpose more than entertainment and fun. I mean, I'm all for fun and entertainment, good type, uh, but it's lots more to life than that. And uh, surfing the internet, oh my, you can get us into so much trouble. And uh, sure, there's things you can learn on it. That's absolutely true. But we need to expose them to good things. So what's the purpose? Uh, I think they, one of the purposes we need to lay out to them is to know God. To know God is a wonderful purpose for children to have. To know the, the, the God of thy father. You know, David was a man after God's own heart. And he tells his son to know God in front of the multitude of people. What a wonderful and great purpose to give to your children, to your child. Maybe that young person who's within your uh, sphere of influence. David was a wonderful example of knowing God. He made mistakes, absolutely. Boy, he made some biggies. But he tried his best to love God. Uh, We need to show that, demonstrate that to our children, parents. Uh, that we love God and we want you to know God. Uh, sure, there's satisfaction to bring home that toy that little guy wants or bring home Sally that whatever it is she likes. But let's be developing on purpose uh, a thought pattern in our children's life that they need to know God. They need to know the God of my life, the God of his father, mom and dad. You know, they need to know. They need to be developing that. And the reality is, uh, the church certainly helps with that. But as parents, you have the primary responsibility. And for those uh, who are influencing children, God has given you that influence for a purpose. To get them to know God. And help them understand. To serve God. That's another purpose. David admonishes Solomon to serve God. The God who had brought him great victory over many enemies during his reign. The God who protected him in the hills of Judea, you know, in the caves as he was being hunted by Saul. The God who allowed him to kill the lion, the bear, and defeat the mighty John Goliath so many years before. Hey, 
David was telling Solomon, serve the Lord. Children of our day, your children, the children of our church, the children of our communities need to be serving Jesus. And they need to see that in our lives, adults. There's no thought of it. It just doesn't come to you one day as a little person. Oh, I need to serve God. No, they they see it demonstrated. They see it in action in adults around them. And we need to have that kind of mindset. We need to promote that culture that thought process in our children because it is totally different than the way the world thinks the world says serve me god says serve others serve me as thy god don't serve yourself you're last put god others first you know the difference in a contribution and a total commitment is usually a difference in failure and success i found this funny story But it has a great truth for us. A chicken and a hog were walking past a church building one day when they noticed the uh, Sunday morning sermon posted on the bulletin board outside. Helping the poor. That's what they saw. They walked across uh, and looked around a little bit more uh, at the church and things. And uh, and the chicken suddenly came across with an idea. said, uh, Brother Hog... Why don't we give all the poor people a nice breakfast of ham and eggs? The hog thought for a moment and replied, That's all right for you to say, because for you it's only a contribution. For me, it's total commitment. And the reality is, we need to be committed to serving God. And our children need to see it. To seek God. That's another purpose. If thou seek him, David and encourages Solomon to seek after God. Though hard, through sorry, hard and good times, David's life had dis- demonstrated a desire to seek after God and the things of God. And as I mentioned earlier, he made some terrible mistakes, but he still sought after God. And after he made those terrible mistakes, he got things right with God. That is some character. You know, our children today... Uh, As children, this is normal. They will seek after their own uh, stuff, things that will bring them happiness. And, you know, uh, I'm all for uh, enjoying some computer and things of that nature. Uh, But that's not the purpose of life. uh, The reality is they need to be encouraged to seek God. I found a really good statement recently about entertainment. It said, entertainment is Satan's counterfeit for joy. And I thought about that some more. That's a really good statement. Entertainment is Satan's counterfeit for joy. Now, there's joy in serving Jesus. Well, I'm not saying that you will ever be entertained or have some fun in entertainment, but you'll never find joy in it. Our world can't find joy in their toys. So they strive for entertainment. It's a counterfeit. Hey, the best, the best is to seek God. That's a great purpose to lay before our children. Another purpose that he lays out is to build for God. Be strong and do it, he said. David had been a wonderful example in his son in this regard. He had built the nation. He had fought some very hard battles. He had lost some, but he had won more with God's help. And then God definitely was helping him. You know, we need moms and dads 
We need individuals who influence children, who are a good testimony, to show children to build for God, to build for the Lord. And the reality is that's not going to be easy because the world will attack and Satan will oppose that. It'll take courage, backbone, determination. But our children really need to see us build something for God. Uh, let's face it, we, we all want our children to do better than we did or what we are doing. Uh, and they need for us to be continuously showing them day after day, week after week, year after year, us building for God. They understand that this is important and they will often, they don't always follow, but they'll often make that a pattern in their life. And at the end of the day, parent those who influence our children, you are not responsible for the decisions that children make. We are responsible to put forth that pattern, what they need. God made you the way you are. He made you perfect in his eyes. Don't fault him because you're different than others. Maybe you don't parent the same way or maybe you can't do certain things. Listen, discover who you are as a parent, as a child, and grow in the pattern that God has designed for you. You know, listen, not all the kids in our church and all the kids that I get to influence will become pastors or missionaries, but I have the responsibility to pattern before them how God would want them to live their life as maybe an engineer or uh, maybe as a garbage man or maybe as a clerk uh, working in a grocery store or whatever the case is. We need to be encouraging them to pattern their purpose for God. Next time, we'll finish up on what children need. And until then, keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.